0: Uh, Some of you know, I have two little ones, two little kids, a a two-year-old and a four-year-old. So at Christmas time, my wife and I, we make a really concerted effort to teach them, to remind them about the story of Christmas. And I was reminded about how important that is. A few years ago, when my oldest daughter, she was a little toddler and I was talking to her about Christmas coming up and she was all excited And I said, now, you know, you know what Christmas is all about and why we celebrate and make such a big deal. You know the meaning of Christmas, right? She said, yeah, it's it's presents. And I said, "Um, well, you know, we get presents and that's a big part of it. But no, 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 this is actually a time when we celebrate someone very important. The most important person in the history of the world. He came to the earth 2,000 years ago. He was born to Mary Joseph. He died in the manger. Do you know who that is? She said, yeah, Santa Claus. <laughs> and that's when I realized I had failed as a parent. <laughs> it's very important that we know the details of the Christmas story. We, we really want to get it right, and, and I'm sure a lot of you know. So let's see kind of how where we stand in this room, how well we know the details of the Christmas story. Why don't you help me out with this? So the story starts with a young virgin girl. Her name was? Ah, uh, I see you've been reading. Now, she was engaged to a man named, Joseph. when an angel appeared to her and told her she was going to have a baby. And she was to name that baby, Jesus. but there was a census. So Mary and Joseph had to pack up and travel to a little town called, <laughs> where there was no room for them in the, Amen. and they had to lay Jesus down in a, Amen. and then they sang that famous song, Grandma Got Run Over by a. All right, come on. That that was a test. You failed. No, okay, so that last part's not there. But, you know, we got the details of the story, right? (laughs) We know the story. We see it all year. We see it on TV. We hear it on songs. We see it on people's lawns in the nativity scene. We know the what (laughs) of Christmas. But you know what we often miss? It's the why. It's the why of Christmas. Why did Jesus come? Why is it such a big deal? Why does it matter what some guy 2,000 years ago did? Why does it matter for my life today? Well, we find that out in the Bible. There's four books at the beginning of the New Testament we call the Gospels. And Matthew and Luke are the ones who give us the classic Christmas story with the details. But there's another one of the Gospels, a guy who wrote it by the name of John, who shared us a little different view of the Christmas story Uh, John you'll remember he was one of Jesus's best friends they were so close that when Jesus was hanging on the cross he looked at John he said John I want you to take care of my mother so John spent the last part of his life with Mary and you can imagine as he went to write this gospel who do you think he asked a lot of the details from Mary right he I'm sure like us like we would be he wanted to know Mary now what was that like what was it like with you and John? Were you scared? How'd that feel? And Joseph took, or John took the story, and he shared it in a really interesting way, in a really poetic way. He started his gospel in this way: John chapter 1, verses 1 through 5. He wrote, In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him, and without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. John is using a really poetic way to describe the coming of Jesus. And he tells us three really important things about Jesus. First, he tells us that Jesus was and is God. Jesus was not just a good man or a good teacher or another religious figure. He was God. So here's what this means, and this is really important. It means that Jesus did not come into existence 2,000 years ago in Bethlehem. No, John tells us in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. In other words, Jesus has always existed from eternity. So what happened in Bethlehem? Well, that's when Jesus became human. That's when he was born and took on human flesh. He became fully God and fully man. And this is really what's at the heart of the whole Christmas story. If you hear one thing tonight, you need to hear this. Because what it means that Jesus was God and that he came to the earth and took on flesh, it means that God came to us. That's the heart of the Christmas story. God came here to us. He left heaven to come here to us. And you need to understand that this is very different. This is what makes Christianity unique and different from every other religious or belief system in the whole world. You see, one thing that every religion pretty much has in common is that we all believe in some kind of higher power, some kind of God-like figure. And we all see God as being up high on this mountain because he's holy and he's perfect and he's way up there and we're way down here. We're at the bottom of the mountain because we're not perfect and we're not like God. We're different. And so every other religion in the world says that if you will work as hard as you can, if you will be as good as you can, And if you climb that mountain the best you can, then maybe by the time you die, God will let you onto the mountain to be with him in heaven. But here's what makes Christianity so different. Christianity says you cannot make it up there to be with God no matter how hard you try, no matter how good you may be, no matter how needy people you you feed, you cannot make it because you're a sinner just like me. We're all sinners. We all fall short of that standard. So here's what God did God came off the mountain here to us. He left a perfect place in heaven where He was surrounded by angels, where He lived in perfect joy and perfect peace. He left all of that to come here for you. He suffered. He experienced all the pain and difficulty that we feel so that he could save us and rescue us. And only God could do that. And Jesus was God. Second thing John tells us is that Jesus was life. In him was life. Uh, Jesus didn't just stay a baby in Bethlehem, but he actually went on to do some even more important things. He lived a perfect life, he died on the cross for our sins. And on the cross, God did a miracle. God took all the punishment for my sin and your sin, and instead of punishing us and putting it on us, he put it on Jesus. Jesus died in our place so that we could have life, and he rose from the dead, and he said that whoever believes in him will not perish, but will have life, everlasting, eternal life. Jesus came to bring us life to bring us eternal life. To bring us purpose and joy and meaning to this whole thing. And Jesus is the only way. He said in John fourteen six, he's the way, the truth, and the life. He said there's no other way to the Father except through him. That's why Jesus came to bring us new life so that even when we die, we would still live with him. Last thing, third thing John tells us is Jesus was the light. He was the light. You know, the Bible talks a lot about light and darkness. And let me tell you, you don't have to be a rocket scientist to realize we live in a dark world. (laughs) We live in a world, you just scroll through social media, turn on the news, there's so much darkness all around us. So Jesus came to enter into our darkness. He didn't stay away or say, oh, you guys are too messed up for me. No, he stepped right into the middle of it. And he came to die to defeat the darkness, and he came out the other side from the empty tomb, and he had defeated sin and death and darkness, and he said he's the light of the world. Jesus came to light up the places that are dark. Like I said, I have two little kids, and my my four-year-old, she's in that phase where she calls me into her room. She says, Daddy, 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 there's a shadow over there, and that shadow scares her, right? (laughs) And so what do I do? I turn on the light. I tell her, I say, hey, You don't have to be afraid of shadows. All all a shadow is, is a place where the light's not gotten to yet. And when I turn on that light, what happens? All the shadows are gone. The darkness is gone. That's what Jesus did. He came here to enter into the darkness and to spread his light to the world. And that's what he's doing now. And that's the point of Christmas. That's the whole idea. God came here because he wants to have a relationship with you. Because he wants to save you and give you purpose and meaning and hope to your life.